entitled this part of the series of Knowing God, Passion for the Holy Spirit. Because it doesn't just stop with being born again. Church, we are to grow in our passion for the Holy Spirit, for knowing the Holy Spirit, for staying full of the Holy Spirit, for bearing fruit through the Spirit, having the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of love manifesting in our lives. It takes passion for the Holy Spirit to have our lives transformed or we can be born again fruitless Christians. Born again, we go to church, we're not bearing the fruit of the Spirit. So with every passion of our heart, united in loving God, knowing Him, knowing His resurrection power. Church, when you have passion for the Holy Spirit, what happens? God begins to unite to heal, and to transform your broken heart. Every one of us come into the body of Christ with much brokenness in our lives, in our hearts, even even if we've been born in relatively good circumstances where very often We were not, but even if we were, we still come to God with so much brokenness in our hearts. And God, when we make God's word is our passion, when we make the Holy Spirit our passion, when we make love our passion, God begins to unite our hearts. He begins to heal those broken places. Psalm 86 and verse 11 in the English Standard Version says, Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. God begins mending our hearts And making our hearts one with his heart. Our hearts begin to beat with his love, his passions, his desires, his will. Unite my heart to fear your name. And then in Ezekiel 11 and verse 19. Now these are, this is for those who are making God is our passion. His word is our passion. His spirit is our passion. You understand, this is not just automatically working for everyone. But is God your passion today? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. But in Ezekiel 11, 19, if we make God our passion... God says, and I will give them one heart. Notice again that unity of heart, a united heart. One heart, a new heart, and put a new spirit within them. 
I will take from them the heart of stone and will give them a heart of flesh that is responsive to my touch. See, very often the reason God's people walk and live pretty much in disobedience to him is that their heart is not united. They are not responsive. The church, we can live in selfishness. We can be self-centered. We can have a worldly heart. We love what the world loves. I'm not going to ask for any amens on that. But it's very possible to sit in church and love what the world loves and have worldly attitudes, worldly desires in our hearts instead of being passionate for God, passionate for his word, passionate for the things of the Holy Spirit. And when, it's we, be, when we become passionate for God, church, he begins uniting our heart and giving us a new heart and a new spirit that have his desires, his will, and his passions in them. Now, one of the things, when we bring our hearts to the altars of God, you know, when you bring your heart before the word of God every day, you're bringing your heart to the altar of God. This is how the word of God is his altar, and this is how transformation takes place. And so we, we begin submitting our hearts at the altar of his word and saying, Lord, commune with me. Transform my heart. I want my heart to be transformed by your heart. I want to think, these are, you know, spontaneous prayers, but prayers I've prayed on numerous occasions. I want to think what you think. I want to perceive what you perceive. I want to feel emotionally what you feel. I want, Father, the knowledge of your word, your will, and your way. And you just commune at that altar, submitting your heart before God, and before you know it, church, you're making your life a living sacrifice to the Lord. See, we're called to be a living sacrifice to the Lord. And one of the things uh, that I, I was just impressed to say that has to be sacrificed before the Lord is the love of money and the many, many ways that are perverted, that men seek to acquire money. Doesn't the Bible say the love of money, not money, but the love of money is at the root of all evil. It's the love of money. And you know, God can take care of that issue of the love of money as we submit our hearts on the altar of his word. And we can say, Lord, I want a heart just like your heart. I want a heart of generosity. I want a heart of giving. I want my motivation, even in working, to be equipped to give 
and give and give again. Church, may I hear an amen. See, it's at the altar of the Word of God that this transformation takes place. The love of money. See, God can make our hearts whole. He can unite our hearts with His heart where money is concerned. How many of you would agree money is such a major issue in your life? Lift your hands. Certainly I will. Uh, We can't do the work of God without money. You know, and it's, it's, it's been years of God working in my heart to get to the point that, that I truly desire and, and I'm saying before you that when I go, I know I'm leaving it all here, but I don't want to just leave it all here. I want to have given it all away through a spirit of generosity that God has formed in my heart. Church, do you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. The love of money. This is a primary thing that the Lord wants to unite our hearts with his heart. Matthew 6 and verse 24. As as that's coming up, let me say this. The love of money creates such divisions in our hearts. The love of money diverts us and divides us from God's word, from fellowship with him, from fruitfulness in the kingdom, and it even divides us from God's love. Matthew 6 and verse 24 in the Message Bible says, you can't worship two gods at once. Loving one God you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. I felt like that was so good in the Message Bible. Yesterday, from what Pastor Davey shared with me, Mr. Um, Wa Fubwa. <laughs> I'm so used to saying Wa Fula back there. Wa Fubwa uh, had some things to say about this. And the links people will go to to get money, I'm talking about Christian people. We're not surprised at the links the world will go to to get money, but we're talking about Christian people, the things uh, that Christian people will do to get money that get them into deep trouble and problems. I want him to address some of that today. But I'm going to close with this. This was just to set you up with the attitude of hearing to be transformed. I want and am believing for a great heart transformation today. That that work of uniting our hearts in agreement with God is so critical for each and every one of us. Romans 12 And verses 1 through 2, this is the Passion Translation. Beloved friends, 
what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies. I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. How important that is, church. All of us in here today have thinking that needs to be transformed. When our thinking begins to be transformed, God goes to work on the motivation of our heart and begins to unite our heart in agreement with his heart. Do you want that work to take place today in your own